The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, where spirituality and recovery meet with Rev. Anna Schaus, Ph.D. Now, here's your host, Rev. Anna Schaus. Welcome to the Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth in recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host. Thank you for listening with us today. I am so glad that you have joined us it's, uh, as usual, we're going to have a great program uh, today with a wonderful guest, and uh, you'll get to hear all about what she's doing with music and recovery and how that's uh, such an important aspect of uh, creativity and an aspect of reclaiming the fullness of life. I want to thank you for liking Spirit of Recovery on Facebook, and thank you for commenting on there. It's great to see your comments and also thank you for emailing me and letting me know what's happening for you in your life, in your world, in your spirituality growth, and in your recovery. It's great that you're participating. It's wonderful to hear from you and uh, to know what we're doing here on Spirit of Recovery is a part of your recovery, is a part of your spiritual growth, and that it is making a difference for you. I want to also thank you for letting your friends and the people in your recovery community and in your unity community and your other spiritual communities, know about us here on Spirit of Recovery. Every week I bring you topics that are important to the recovery community with guests who are down-to-earth, knowledgeable, and innovative, people who are either in recovery themselves or who work with or write for recovering people, or sometimes all of those, a combination of those characteristics. And the guests are bringing you practical information that you can use and lively discussions that get you thinking. You know that you can listen to us here on Spirit of Recovery in a variety of ways. You can listen uh, live. You can listen via your computer. You can listen via your smart device. You can uh, listen on demand. We've got lots of great archives. Going to unityonlineradio.org slash program slash Spirit of Recovery. Also, if you are moved by Spirit of Recovery or any of the other great programs here on Unity Online Radio, you can easily donate and financially support this programming. It's easier than ever to support the network by using your smartphone. You can either make a one-time gift or a recurring contribution. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. And know that your contributions are going towards supporting this program and all the other great programs about spirituality on Unity Online Radio. I want you to know that Spirit of Recovery is a welcoming place. If you're a person that's in recovery from any kind of an addiction, or if you're the family member or friend of someone who has the disease of addiction, perhaps you're in your own recovery as a family member or friend, Um, Perhaps your loved one is or is not in recovery. Um, Whatever, we're glad that you're listening. We're glad you're here, glad you're part of the Spirit of Recovery community, and um, uh, we welcome your participation. You may just be someone who's looking for information about recovery, and that's great, too. We're happy to have you listening, happy to have you uh, emailing in a comment or calling in a comment or question for my guest, and uh, we just welcome you. And your participation. Again, my name is Anna Schaus. I'm your Spirit of Recovery host. I'm a Unity minister. 
and also a recovery addictions counselor. I'm a person who has, in my own circle of love and friendship, many people that have the disease of addiction. And 33 years ago, those relationships served as a catalyst to get me on an active path of personal growth and spiritual development. And my walk continues to be an integration of unity and recovery principles, and that keeps transforming my life, and it keeps me growing in ever deeper ways. So I am delighted to have the opportunity to share these ideas with you and to hear what you're experiencing in your spirituality and recovery walk. Our topic today is Music Celebrates Recovery, and my guest is Kathy Mosier. Kathy is a songwriter, a performer, a teacher, and and she works... And she has appeared at well-known folk venues as well as colleges, churches, coffee houses, prisons, and benefits too numerous to mention. And uh, she leads songwriting workshops in which she gives a group of people in early recovery the opportunity to write, rehearse, and record an original song on a recovery topic. And we're going to be hearing some clips from some of the results of those workshops today. We're going to hear several of those songs and clips from them. And this process of these workshops and recovery, writing music from their own heart, their own soul, their own experience, gives people a hands-on way to practice many practical skills that strengthen their recovery. And it also uh, gives them a result that can become a part of their own soundtrack for recovery. Kathy also works with young people. That's one of her passions. And uh, she loves to give workshops and um, be an artist in residence and give concerts in a variety of educational and institutional settings. Kathy also just released her fourth album called Someone Like You, and uh, she released that nationally. And uh, there's something unique about that because Kathy really believes in uh, living lightly on our earth and participating in a way that um, is harmonious with earth. And so one of the great things about this new album is that half of some like someone like you is CD free. And you can uh, get the album with a download card instead of a CD. So in our topic today, again, Music Celebrates Recovery, we're going to be talking uh, with Kathy about what she does, about how music reaches the depths of the soul and guides us in self Discovery and how creating music, hearing music, and moving to music really expand us. Um, I want you to know also that Kathy has her own online radio program. It's called Wings Over Water, Creativity and Recovery, and you can catch that on Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.coaradio.com. That's cityofangelsradio.com. And you can also visit kathymosier.com. It's Kathy with a K, M-O-S-E-R.com. So welcome to Spirit of Recovery, Kathy. Glad you're here. Thank you so much, Anna. It's such a pleasure to be back with you. Great. Glad you're here. Yes, you were on here. Time goes fast. I bet it's been a couple of years. Um, I believe so. so, yeah. Yeah, so glad you're back. And um, I know, obviously, you do a lot of things and you've, done a lot of new things since we talked last. So tell us a little bit about um, what you've been doing lately, Kathy. How have you been uh, working with um, the recovery community? Well, as you probably know, September was recovery month, so that was a pretty slamming month for us. We have been Mm -hmm. all over the place um, sharing music and the songwriting process with um, people. I've been all over the country this year and um, I've just, I'm so excited about the work that we get to do writing songs with people. It's, it's kind of an unusual thing that we walk into a room with 25 people, most of whom are not musicians, all of whom we've never met and start from nothing and make decisions as a group and uh, end up with a finished song two hours later. Um, it's a little bit insane, <laughs> but it works every single time, and it's such a fun ride, man. And we've come out with some great songs out of that process. So, um, mm-hmm. And I've been performing, and I, I guess since I spoke to you, I've been uh, traveling with other musicians 
which makes my traveling uh, not only much, much more fun, but a little bit more easy and also a more musically enjoyable experience for people who see us in concert. Mm-hmm. That's great. And tell us, what what instruments do you play? And what's your uh, venue that, that's, uh, that may not be right, the right word. Anyway, what how do you how do you make music yourself? Uh, personally, I'm a, I'm a guitar player. I also have played bass and drums at different times in my life, but recently realized that you know life is short, and I'd like to be a great guitar player before I'm done. So, um, pretty much just focusing on guitar now. I've been playing guitar for 42 years, and um, oh. it's a, an amazing thing that the similarities. Um, one one thing I love about art is one of the same things I love about recovery is that as you walk forward into it, there's just new stuff to discover all the time. You know, mm-hmm. there's just new things. To, like, um, And the guitar is sort of like a small world. It's like about, you know, the neck of the guitar is about four inches long and 32 inches, or 32 inches wide, four inches across. And, um, you know, there's new stuff in there all the time. Um, and the same thing is true in, in my journey of recovery um, and spirituality, you know, always unfolding into new things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's like almost the idea, as you said, in a sense, the guitar is a very small world, but but the depths are infinite, and that is like recovery. That is like spirituality. It's like you don't. I mean, travel is a good thing, and in the end, it's about the journey inside. I think. Right. Well, yeah. It's like the focus gives the depth. Um, so I'm not saying recovery has absolutely made my world so much bigger, and music has made my world so much bigger. But um, it's just like, the, it's just kind of a, you just never know what's going to happen next, you know. That's a, an amazing feature of creativity and recovery, and I'm sure life in general, but these are the lenses through which I am looking. Right, for sure. Now, um, we're going to hear a clip called Slowbriety from one of your songwriting workshops. Uh, would you tell us how this one came about in, in particular? Yeah, so this is from a facility called Alina Lodge up in Blairstown, New Jersey. I've been working there for six years, and I'm actually there twice a month. And uh, it's a very long-term facility, so I get to see people several times, which is not always the case um, in some of the places that I work. And what I love about this song is two things. One is the uh, word sobriety. First of all, that we don't have a we don't have a um, you know that we found that word is actually used several. Other people are using that word, but we had never heard it when some woman said it during a workshop. And we just, we were writing a different song, and she said something about slow sobriety, and I was like, oh, let's hold on to that idea and, um, like, put a placeholder there and come back and, and write that song also. So um, we did. And another thing I love about the song is it's the only lounge music kind of Frank Sinatra, the woman who... <laughs> really got the melody going on this song was a Frank Sinatra fan. And mm-hmm. she sang, stood up and sang it like in a real lounge version. And um, mm-hmm. I just love that aspect of it. And one of the other things that I love about that recovery and art have in common is that, you know, in the United States in this time in history, we tend to live in the ghetto of our age groups. And mm-hmm. it's just not that common that we are cross-pollinating with other age groups you know, consistently and with deep relationships. And that's not normal throughout the course of human history. It's more normal that people had, you know, con- deep connections with people of all ages. So um, what I love about this is that the, one, the woman who got the idea started was an older woman, um, but the woman who was the main singer was in her early 20s and had never sung this kind of music before. And um, so found this thing that they had, you know, this, she, like, just this whole other world opened up for her and hearing this kind of music. So, um, and it's also about the idea that, uh, yeah, this process takes time, you know, for anyone that is new in recovery or possibly frustrated on their journey here, you know, the ability to cultivate patience and to be relaxed. And um, I don't know, for some reason when I got clean and sober, I had been using for about 20 years and someone who was helping me, in early recovery said to me to write down the number of days I drank and drugged and put that on one side of a piece of paper and the number of days I had clean and sober. And at that point, I had 7,526 days that I had drank and drugged, approximately 20 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had 240 days um, attempting this new place of recovery. And for whatever reason, Anna, I can't tell you, but 
I didn't feel like frustrated or overwhelmed. There's something about seeing that big number of how long I drank and drugged for and how short a period of time I've been trying this recovery thing that just really helped me relax and go, oh, this is going to be a while. You know, mm-hmm. this is going to take a while. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. So um, to be able to, to understand that it is slow briety, <laughs> you know, so many powerful things grow slowly. Right. I love it. Well, let's hear the clip. Here's Slowbriety from uh, one of Kathy Mosier's co-songwriting workshops with people early in recovery. These people were at Alina Lodge. Here we go. Welcome to Alina Lounge. We'll be here all year long. That's great. I love that. Yeah, it, it has that lounge feel. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's good. So uh, are the voices on there the people that wrote it or those other voices? No, those are the girls that wrote it. I mean, that was, that was kind of a, that's kind of an amazing thing, too, is that, you know, one of the other opportunities recovery offers people is the um, opportunity to explore talents that they might have had and always dreamed of using or didn't even know they had, you know, who've had so many beautiful experiences with people stepping up and singing and um, really, um, you know, finding something in themselves that they didn't know was there. We just did a workshop up in uh, Cape Cod, and one of the men that we were working with, it was an all-men's group at um, Miller House up in uh, Falmouth, Cape Cod. Um, had only ever rapped, but he was a natural-born singer. And when he started singing with the other men, he said to them, he said, look, let's just sing around each other. And he didn't even have the word for harmony. He, didn't, he never even, like, had studied enough to know what that was or had heard it. And, um, and, and he said to me afterwards, he said, you know what, I've always, like, been a rapper, and I've loved rapping, but, like, this opened up a whole new world to me to uh, sing harmony. And... Um, you know, it was a natural gift he had inside of himself that he'd never had the chance to tap into. Mm-hmm. So you just never know where, you know, people getting the chance to explore their talents. Um, it just really opens their heart, opens their mind, um, and it brings some of the joy back into life. Right. There's a, a, a saying that's been going around, I confess, on Facebook. Yes, I I. Uh, do of course, obviously, I'm on Facebook. That's uh, something like uh, when uh, people say that when you people would go to the shaman and with some complaint about their life, and the shaman would say, "When did you stop singing? When did you stop dancing?" I love that, mm. right? Uh, and invite them, yeah. them back into that creativity. Yep. Well, I'm no, curious. That's too- one of the things I heard you say in the intro too. Is um, is about how music invites us back into our bodies. And so to me, you know, so many of us in, in uh, addiction, I mean, addiction kind of requires that you leave the temple of the body or mm-hmm. shut down your connection with the temple of the body, you know, because you can't just be poisoning yourself over and over again and, and stay awake to that. You have to kind of shut that down. And then also so many people, you know, are neglecting basic areas of their health and hygiene and nutrition um, through their addiction. So part of the process of recovery is absolutely coming partly back home to the temple of the body and, and also um, being able Hold to learn thought, from Kathy. it. Listen. It's time for, our, it's time yes, for our first break, but we'll get right back to that when we come back. Um, we will continue on that idea because it's great. Our topic today is Music Celebrates Recovery. My guest is Kathy Mosier. We'll be right back. Stay with us. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach to the world, we count on the support of listeners like you. Please make your donation today. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now.
Pray, the free prayer app from Silent Unity. For more than a century, people from all over the world in all walks of life have turned to Silent Unity. With you pray, our confidential prayer support is easy and convenient to access. With you pray, you can send your prayer directly to Silent Unity. You pray also includes affirmations you can share with family and friends, plus audio meditations for your prayer time. For more about the free YouPray app and links to download, visit silentunity.org/app. That's silentunity.org/app. Listening to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus and her guest. If you have a question or comment or experience with today's topic that you'd like to share, call us now at 888-55-UNITY. That's 888-558-6489. Call now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. I'm very glad that you are joining us today. And if you're just joining us, my name is Anna Schaus. I'm your host. And my guest is Kathy Mosier. Our topic is Music Celebrates Recovery. Kathy is a songwriter, performer, teacher, and social artist working to bring positive change to the world through music. She performs and tours nationally. She just uh, put out a new album called Someone Like You, and we'll be hearing a clip from that later on in the program uh, today. Also, Kathy does workshops with people in recovery and works with them to express their creativity and to write songs uh, together as a group, and we've already heard a clip from one of those. We'll hear a couple more. It's a great process. Kathy also is an online radio host, so you can catch her program, which is called Wings Over Water, Creativity and Recovery, it's on Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's at www.coaradio.com. That's cityofangelsradio.com. And I'm guessing, uh, Kathy, that you have your programs archived. Is that correct, that people could listen to them later? Yes, and there's uh, 44 up, I think, in the archives now. Fantastic. So I know the listeners want to be sure to access those. And there's other great programs on uh, that uh, online radio station as well. I've checked it out. They've got lots of great recovery programming at coaradio.com. Also, you can visit Kathy's uh, website at Kathy Mosier. That's Kathy with a K, M-O-S-E-R.com, and also on her Facebook page. Before I get back to my conversation with Kathy, I invite you to join me in the Serenity Minute, a brief moment to relax, to share a constructive idea, and to spend a moment in the quiet and make that conscious contact with your higher power as you understand it. So I invite you to be aware of your breath, to allow that breath to relax you from the crown of your head all the way through your body temple. Be aware of that wonderful body temple that uh, we live in, each of us in our own. And share with me this constructive idea. My life is full of music. And I express it now. My heart, my mind, my life are full of music. And I express that music now. We take a moment in the quiet. And so it is. Thank you, friends, for joining me in the Serenity Minute. And I trust that it was an opportunity for you to know that your heart, your mind, and your soul are full of music and that you do deserve to express it. 
So now I'm back mm-hmm. to my conversation with my guest, Kathy Mosier, talking about Music Celebrates Recovery. So, Kathy, before the break, um, you were talking about um, how important it is as a part of the recovery process for people to get back in their body, so to speak, back aware of it. Music's mm-hmm. a real help for that. Tell us some more about that. Well, I think it's definitely a process. Um, and I think so many of us don't realize, or for me, it's been an awakening to really realize that the body and the mind are a two-way street mm-hmm. so that I can not only use my mind to calm my body, but I can also use my body to calm my mind mm-hmm. through deep breathing, through stretching, through dance. Um, and so one of the ways that music can help in this process is that um, sometimes when people are writing or we're recording, you know, to ask them to move to the music, even just tap their foot or tap their hand against their leg, most of us have an intuitive sense of where the rhythm is. And this is a way in which we can uh, see the wisdom that the body already has. You know, and then it's just one of the ways, that it's a small door that can open for us to be more in connection with our body, to understand mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, I personally use my body as a car that drove my mind around. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I use it like a taxi for my head. <laughs> and um, so, um, and I would just like kind of grudgingly, honestly, when I first got clean and silver, I would just grudgingly eat because you were supposed to, not because I found it interesting. Um, and so it was taking me a long time, you know, to step all the way back in or to, tr- you know, take a deeper step into my body. And and that can also help ground me not only in my in my recovery and in the present and also, but it, by by way by that then being uh, grounded in my spirit, you know, to be physically present in your body is kind of necessary in some ways to be present in your life. Mm-hmm. So, and to, if you're going to have conscious contact with your higher power, it's pro- probably a lot easier to do that if you have conscious contact with yourself to start with. You know, right? How's it changed the quality of your life to uh, at, in your own recovery to be more present in your body? I love that image of your body as a taxi for your head. <laughs> so as you've changed that, what's what's different about the quality of your experience? Um, I think just um, I definitely have more respect for the body, and um, I take better care of myself physically. Um, and if that's as simple as like you know having a like a washing my hands a lot or making sure, like, I carry a water bottle with me all the time, but so many people are just walking around dehydrated, you know. Um, you know, paying attention to the quality of the food that I eat, um, stretching, taking baths, getting chair massage or, or regular massage. Um, all of those things just help me be, you know, the more I'm attending to the well-being of my body, the more well-being I feel, and then that's just going to only help. It helps me be of more service in the world. It helps me be more relaxed when things go wrong. It helps me have a reserve, you know, for the times that I might need that. As a traveling musician, you know, you definitely need to have a reserve sometimes when things don't go the way they're expected to. Mm-hmm. Um, to be present to other people, you know, it's so much easier for me to be present and aware of the needs or communications of another person if I'm not hungry and I'm not mm-hmm. tired and I'm not sore. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, it just helps me be more present in, in, in my life. And also as an artist, you know, and musician especially, um, being present in my body is like it's necessary for me to do my job, you know, to right. be able to maintain the, the, the health of my voice and, and my hands. And I play guitar for a living, so that's very asymmetrical. And to be able to, you know, stretch in ways that are going to compensate for that. And also just not, not for nothing, but it's, it, it recovery is about having a joyful life, which I believe it is, because I think the more joyful you are, the more of service you can be in the world, Mm -hmm. then um, being comfortable in your body is kind of where it's got to start. It's pretty hard to be joyful and uh, conscious of others when you're uncomfortable, hungry, um, in pain, uh, not breathing, etc. Right. Good point. That makes me wonder, another clip that you've got from your... uh, from your songwriting workshops, it's called ACCEPT, uh, A-C-C-E-P-T. It's an acronym for something. 
We're kind of talking about no, acceptance. We were just, they wanted, they were like joking around with the, uh, the, uh, the Aretha Franklin song, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Ah. And they were like, oh, we should do it like that. I love the intro of the song. This guy just made this up off the top of his head about, um, <laughs> this is a great one. Great. Okay, well, let's hear it. The clip from one of Kathy's songwriting workshops, the clip is Accept. This is Flashback Chat. Coming at you alive from Radio Brehab, W-A-C-C-E-P-T, the newest release from BNAIDS and the DTs. A-C-C-C-E-P-T, acceptance is really hard for me. The bridges that you burned were just the test. Acceptance is the bridge to the next. To the next. Acceptance is the bridge to the next. To the next. All right. That's cool. I love it. <laughs> what I like about that one too is it also has the age cross pollination. You know, the guy who did that intro about like this is W A C C E P T coming at you alive from Radio Rehab. You know, it's like a real fifties or sixties kind of radio <laughs> announcing, and um, right. that gentleman was probably in his you know sixties. And then we we paired it together with a hip hop thing. So I love that uh, mashup of the age groups. Yeah, that's cool. Well, was that you? Uh, on the guitar, was did you, were there any other instrumentalists? I think so, yes. That's probably me on the guitar. We did that at Gosnold on Cape Cod um, at this facility called Katomet up there. And these are, these are people that were like, you know, less than 30 days clean and sober. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's neat. You can, you can hear that sense of uh, really working with the idea of acceptance in there and facing that it is hard, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going through it. Walk through that yeah, door. well, it's uh, the whole thing is hard. I mean, I think this is one of the things that creativity offers also to us in recovery, and is that is it is it it's a process, and um, recovery is a process that you can't see how it's going to work out, and songwriting can be that too. We walk in with no preconceived notion of what kind of song we're going to write, and in two hours we have a finished song. So this mm-hmm. kind of opens a small door again to show people that, like you know, it's. I know that you can't see what's coming next, but if you take the correct action in the direction that you want to go, it will work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and all kinds of creativity, not just songwriting, obviously painting, photography, dance, sculpture. Creativity just has that, that aspect. And also so many unexpected things can happen through the creative process um, that might look like a mistake and then turn out to be amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's a great lesson for people in recovery. Um, Obviously, I'm in treatment centers a lot working, and some people may feel that they've ended up there by mistake at first, and then they may look back at it later and go, that was amazing. Um, And I always do a little bit on, like, how many important things have been discovered that we use all the time that were discovered by mistake, including, like, Post-it notes, chocolate chip cookies, x-rays, and America. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So uh, when people are in your workshops... Do they, I'm sure that they come away with that. They do hear them saying some of those things like, gosh, you know, I got it. You know, I got it that I can't predict what's going to happen. How do they feel like it's supporting what, what they're doing in recovery? I hope so. I mean, I kind of always point out, I'll, I'll often say like, okay, we've been here for an hour and there was no song when we walked in the room and now the song is getting born in front of us, you know, and um, that's amazing. Uh, so I, and then I say, you know, imagine if we can do this in an hour, what you could do is 90 days, you right. know, of time invested in yourself and trying something new and unknown. I mean, that's the biggest, that's a big challenge too, is that recovery is a walk into the unknown, which mm-hmm. spirituality is too. I mean, there's so many important things we deal with in life that are essentially a mystery. You know, love is pretty much a mystery. Art is pretty much a mystery. Spirituality, for me, is a mystery, and so is, is, is creativity and recovery. But there's these actions that we can take to participate in the mystery. And I know that Unity believes this, too, is that we're, like, mm-hmm. co-creators. We can, right. There's actions we can take. Um, and that's the thing I love about recovery. You know, there's certain illnesses you could have that there's nothing you could do about it. Mm-hmm. But if you have the disease of addiction, first of all, the cure is great spirituality is a great cure. It's like a lot better than chemotherapy. And mm-hmm. secondly, there's concrete actions that you can take. Um, it's not a lottery. It's not like some people get picked for it and some people don't. There's something you can do. Right. And um, I think yep. creativity gives us a hands-on opportunity to experience that. 
Yeah, I love that. There's another clip that we want to hear from one of uh, your songwriting workshops. It's called If I Want to Change. Anything you want to tell us about this one to set it up? Oh, just if you're into hip-hop, this is, is a great beatboxer. And this, I, I just love to see the talent that people have. Um, this beatboxer is, like, it's seriously good. Um, so, yeah, this is a done, oh, this was a done with a group of young people at the park in Houston, Texas. Oh, all right. Here we go. If I want to change. facing that thing about action that you're just talking about. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's saying that gifts of creativity has is a finished product, you know. So one thing we do is we create uh, free web pages for our clients that they can then uh, download the song and play it. So I think, you know, this is a gift that creativity has. So much of recovery is um, intangible. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you get to, like, write a poem or take a photograph or, you know, um, draw a picture, you, you have a concrete representation of this process that you're going through. And um, also, that may be something that opens the door to enable you to explain it to a family member or a friend because addiction is such a puzzling thing. And recovery is, too, to other people. That, um, you know, being able to to talk about it or paint it or draw it or take a picture, just have something concrete. It's just, I think it's so helpful, you know, it's almost like a talisman, um, mm-hmm. a way to reflect back on that time and a way to express yourself that sometimes words just can't. Right. Um, yeah. I also like love, you know, image. for me, I love, as a musician, we have these things called earworms, right, which mm-hmm. is where you get a song stuck in your head, which you, I'm sure everyone has had that experience. And sometimes it's a song you really like, and sometimes it's a song you'd rather was not stuck in your head. But um, I love the fact that there may be people going around, you know, that are in early recovery that now have some of these, like, little recovery loops running in their brain. Um, And, you know, they can sing them to each other. That's one thing I always tell people, like, you know, okay, now you've written this song, you guys can sing it to each other, you know, as you're doing this process together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like kind of almost back to your, what you were saying earlier about the body, Uh, anything that we can do that's tangible, that's physical, that uh, is interactive somehow with our body, with our voice, is I believe it's changing the brain or affecting the brain. What do you think? Absolutely. And then the other thing, too, is, you know, I, um, to, do, to create something together is like a, it's, a, it's a great way for people to connect with each other on a different level. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're like, you know, some neighborhoods, people get together and I do canning, you know, so they'll, they'll put up all their, their produce together and then trade, you know, so maybe one person grows rhubarb and one person grows zucchini and then they can that and trade. Um, or, you know, to, to do some kind of project together, whatever it is. Um, I think creative projects are especially fun to do together because they're playful, you know, and there's low stakes. And a lot of people, I think, coming into recovery need to do things that are not serious because for so much of, you know, in late addiction, everything is so serious. In early recovery, everything feels very serious. So that's another place where I think creativity and spirituality um, are playing with each other there because there's joy and playfulness and a lot of connection to how we were as a kid, you know, being able to be lighthearted. Hold on to that thought, and it's time for a break. We'll be right back and talk some more about the playfulness that's a real important part of recovery. My guest is Kathy Mosier, and we're talking about Music Celebrates Recovery. We'll be right back.
What if you could transform your finances and energy level? Go from lack to loss, from low energy to high energy. What if it only took five minutes every day? Would you do it? Shift your patterns by listening to Jane's daily inspiring and life-changing messages. Join her global community online at www.ultimateprosperityplanners.com. Prosperity Jane, your personal prosperity cheerleader. If I were brave, I'd walk the races where fools and dreamers dare to tread and never lose faith. How is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? A relationship you'd like to improve? Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream? Listening to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, with your host, Reverend Anna Schaus, PhD. And now, here's Anna. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. I'm very glad you've joined us today. Our topic, if you're just joining us, is Music Celebrates Recovery. And my guest is Kathy Moser, who is just an incredible uh, songwriter and uh, traveling uh, musician and performer and does lots of great things with people in recovery to help them discover their creativity. So, um, Kathy, before the break, we were talking about the importance of playfulness and uh, in recovery. And you have a radio program, as I've said, called Wings Over Water, Creativity in Recovery. And it's dedicated to a very interesting idea. Would you tell us about that and explain um, how it's what it's saying about creativity and recovery. Yeah, so Wings Over Water is an ongoing experiment. That's the word I made up, explore and experiment, um, about how does our creativity affect our recovery and how does our, our recovery affect our creativity. And um, I like the word experiment because it kind of implies that you could try a bunch of things and see what works, you know, which is a really important idea in early recovery that we can try a bunch of different things and it's sort of the foundation of creativity. You know, let's mm-hmm. try this and see what happens. Um, and one of the things I'm always interested in exploring with my guests or on topics is, you know, in our culture, and we have a myth that drugs and alcohol are necessary or positive for, good for um, creativity, which has ended, you know, with lots, tons of people dying. Um, amazing, incredible, talented artists, uh, self-destructing because, there's this myth that you, you know, you need to drink if you're going to be, write some great American novel. Mm-hmm. And um, so my experience with that is that it's probably true that I had some brilliant ideas when I was using, but I have no idea where they are because <laughs> mm-hmm. I had no ability to organize and follow through. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no ability to be consistently um, productive mm-hmm. and to execute a large project. So... Um, it's not my, and also, obviously, the good ideas were never in the drugs or in the alcohol. They've always been in me, mm-hmm. you know, so then my job is to figure out how to access those ideas um, in a way that maintains my health and well-being so I can keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the tragic artist is a tragic, um, it's a tragic image for us to carry around. I would much rather see us have an image of the joyful artist, you know. I mean, we get to dress funny, stay up late, travel play music for a living, why wouldn't we be happy, you know? For sure. Um, and be a service, and we get to be a service to our communities by, by, by doing that, you know? I get to do the thing I love the most and also be a service at the same time and make a living. So, like, that's all great, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and the, the whole idea of art is so, is so transformative through all the different media because it does. It taps into the depths of our being and helps us understand ourselves. And as you were saying earlier, the playfulness is an important part of that. To, that's what lets us, lets us into ourselves, I think. Right, and, you know, we were discussing off the air, like I'm writing an article right now on um, how do people go and enjoy music, live concerts, um, if they have, if, you know, once they come into recovery, if they did, mm-hmm. you know, drinking and drugging was part of their history, and then they decide to stop doing that, and then they want to go back to see music. And it's really interesting to find that some of the bands that would be most associated with drug use are the exact same bands who have developed sober fan bases. Um, and it seems that the Grateful Dead is the first band that had a uh, um, sober fan base, and they have, they're called the Wharf Rats, and they now um, have expanded into all kinds of other bands like Fish and um, String Cheese Incident and all, all kinds of other bands that have people that um, choose to go to shows sober and also choose to support other people. And as I've been researching this article, somebody made the point that they were like, you know, if you really love music, um, you want to be clean and sober when you go to the show because that's the only way you can, like, fu- be fully present for it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, like, if you want to really, truly enjoy it, like, that's the way to go because you can be fully present to it. Not to mention you can get to the show safely and get home safely as well and not get arrested while you're there. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, so, yeah, why would you want to, why would you want to ruin the high of the music right. <laughs> by putting drugs and alcohol in the mix? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting that there's a, a lot of collegiate recovery happening these days of people getting sober and on college campuses. And, um, so I'm writing this article for a uh, recovery campus to talk about how do people go to shows and what are tools people can use to be able to enjoy music. I mean, recovery is supposed to be a bridge back to life and, and life without music is not really a lot of fun in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, um, what I heard from people when we, we asked people, oh, how do they go to shows and and protect their recovery is um, mostly people think going with someone else, going with other people in recovery, making sure you have your own vehicle, having a plan, being able to leave if you need to. Um, Because certainly just because I stopped drinking or drugging doesn't mean that everyone else has. So you're going to encounter things that may make you uncomfortable. It's good to have a plan. Right. So the, the magazine that you're writing this for, as you mentioned, is called Recovery Campus. And, and as you said, that is starting to be a, a good, wonderful idea on campuses is for there to be sober communities of college uh, students. I yeah, if people can look it up online, it's uh, recoverycampus.org, I think, or .com. And there's 35 colleges and universities that already have collegiate recovery communities on campus, and there's 75 in the pipeline. So, um, and they're finding, you know, that people who are clean and sober in college, not surprisingly, have better GPAs, you know, they're doing better in college. And there's a lot of things happening for them to be able, for kids to be able to have the full college experience, even like a clean spring break um, mm-hmm. and cultural activities and all that stuff without the drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. So when you, I'm, I'm making the assumption here that you do work as you've, with with. Uh, college students on campuses, maybe in some of these um, recovery communities, is is that? Yes, accurate? I have, I have, I have done that, some of that, and um, I think the recovery movement has matured enough now that we're seeing some young people come in and get amazing recovery at a young age, and some of those people are, you know, coming out of graduate school now and have gone through some of those sober programs and are just they're amazing. They're going to be amazing forces for good in the world. Mm-hmm. because of the fact they got clean and sober at a young age. And because, right. you know, they gained these spiritual tools, that's the other thing is that being becoming into recovery at a young age gives you not only the, you know, the, re- the removal of the clouding, but also all of these spiritual tools and some connection with a higher power that it's just going to make you so much more useful and, and secure and strong and stable in the world. Mm-hmm. If a person wanted to, to find out about... Uh, being a, in a sober group on a campus, how would they find that information? Do you have an idea? That they- yeah, you could just if you just go to, to recoverycampus.com, uh, they okay. are, they have a whole list of all the colleges, and you can also look up. There's a uh, there's an association called the Association of Higher of, of Recovery in Higher Education, 
the Association of Recovery and Higher Education. Um, right. So if, if you just put that into a search engine, that's going to pop up um, tons of colleges. And some, all of them have some kind of support. Some of them have a separate track into the college. So if you have a bad year on your resume, you might be able to get into the college through the recovery program. And more of them are starting to have dedicated scholarship money just for students who are coming in through the, the recovery track. Wow, that's really good. I've had some uh, young people in recovery here on Spirit of Recovery uh, several different times, and I just love it. I'm going to look forward to having some more. It's, it's just fantastic. And it's great to hear that hear that good news um, about it. And yeah, just if you're a young person listening, you know what? Being in recovery at a young age, you are not missing out. You're getting such a head start in life. You know, lessons of, like, personal maturity that some people never get, you know. So it's it's a great advantage to you in life if you if you get into recovery young. Fantastic. Now, Kathy, I know again that you just put out uh, a new album. Put it out in April. the The uh, title we're going to hear the title track or a clip from that called "Someone Like You." Tell us uh, about that, and then we'll hear the clip. Um, someone like you is it's really a call out to the young people, saying that what the world needs is. I think the biggest energy crisis in the country is we're not honoring and utilizing our young people. Um, they have so much passion and, and hope and energy. And um, a lot of the kids that don't fit in are really the ones that are going to move our culture forward. Like the last thing we need is people who are thinking the same, you know. Mm-hmm. We totally need people who are, have new ways of thinking. So, right. um, yeah, this song is dedicated to them. All right. So we'll hear the title track from Kathy's uh, newly released fourth album. It's called Someone Like You. So we're ready to hear the clip. Turned out to be true that the only one who could save this world was you. Furthermore, that every time that you help somebody else, the one you end up helping the most is actually yourself. It's like love, like laughter. You can't measure these things. Just dream every dream and grow really big wings. Cause there's no getting out, baby. Where you gonna go? This is the only world that you and I are ever gonna know So why not make it someplace that we actually wanna live We make a living from what we get But we make a life from what we give In the world, the world She's down on her knees Right outside that door Begging somebody please Bust a move, make a stand Come on, there's so much to do What the world needs now is Someone, someone like
one who could say this world was you. Cause there's no getting out. Where you gonna go? This is the only world that you and I are ever gonna know. In the world, the world, she's down on her knees. She's right outside that door begging, somebody please. Take your heart in your hand, just go. Make one thing change. Once you do, I promise you, you will never be the same. Become a living example of what somebody had in mind when they named our species human kind. Must have moved, make a stand. Come on, there's so much to do. What the world needs now is someone, someone like you. Yes, it's true. All right. Oh, Kathy, that's great. Thank you so much. What an uh, affirmation and encouragement to all of us. Yeah. For sure. If people wanted to find your album, how would they locate it? Oh, well, it's all up on iTunes. Just look me up on iTunes. And someone like you, it's, uh, it's spelled as if you were texting. So it's some and then the number one and then mm-hmm. like and then the letter U. Someone like you under Kathy Moser. All my records are up there. Cool. And it's Kathy with a K and Moser, M-O-S-E-R. S-E-R. Easy to find. So, um, Kathy, thank you so much for being my guest today. Um, And thanks so much for what you're doing in the world. The world needs someone like you, and you're doing it. Thanks for stepping up to the plate, (laughs) for sure. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for the work that you're doing. You're welcome. All right, listeners, glad you're here. Know you love the show, and have a great week. And we'll be back next week with Spirit of Recovery. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., and her guests. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time for down-to-earth ideas about keeping spirituality at the heart of your recovery. This program is brought to you in part by Soul Matters Ministry, committed to bringing light to the soul. Online at soulmatters-spiritworks.org. base of all life is the infinite wellspring of source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Rev. Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to focus your attention inward with these words from Elizabeth Searle Lamb. This is a new day. Lead your conscious mind to that still haven of your soul where your indwelling Christ opens wide the doorway of your heart. At once, mind, soul, and body, you are flooded with the light and love of God. You are lifted high above this earthly plane and filled with the radiance of spirit. Send this love and light on to those whom you hold dear so that it may uplift, heal, and comfort them. As you send this radiance on, you are filled with a new sense of God's power, and you release this power to the whole world to uplift, guide, and bless all people. 
a day's tasks await you. But God is with you, and with God's help, all shall be done perfectly. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. We talk to the animals, and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast, hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Dendy Smith, and Meredith Tollison. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.